The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Speaking to a delegation of the National Press Club in Australia this week, Sinn Féin's Mary Lou Macdonald has been appealing to the Irish diaspora in Australia to return and be part of a new Ireland that we must build. Take a listen here to her talking about the prospect of a united Ireland. Ireland needs our international friends. We need Australia to join us on our journey. We ask our friends to be energetic and proactive in advocating for Irish unity at every opportunity, to walk with us on this final length of the road to full freedom and nationhood. So while she's there in Australia, she's also meeting with federal and state level political representatives, businesses, trade unions and indigenous organisations to discuss the reception of the Sinn Féin leader and how she's been received in Australia as part of her tour of Sydney, Melbourne and Canberra. I'm joined now by Andrew Tillett, who is the vice president of the National Press Club of Australia and a journalist for the Australian Financial Review. Hiya, how's it going, Andrew? Oh, very good. Thank you. Yourself? Not too bad at all. Um, Will you tell me, how is Mary Lou being received in Australia? Well, um, I, I was there for her, her press club address, and it was one of the um, most outstanding ones we've had for the year, to be honest. Um, she had a very warm reception, a couple of um, rounds of applause for, for how she, uh, some of the points she was making during her, her, her speech, which is usually a bit unusual here because, you know, people just sort of listen there politely and wait, save the clapping for the end of the speech. But uh, she certainly got the, uh, the crowd um, encouraged with the, the talk of the United Ireland and and the Irish pride and, and, and things like that. But and how um, many of the crowd, were, like what percentage of the crowd would have been sort of Irish diaspora or what, who were the crowd she was talking to? Oh, oh look, I, 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 oh, <laughs> there were a few from the embassy, the Irish embassy, I know that much, but uh, the deputy head of mission was there. Um, look, I, but it wasn't I'd like say, the Irish public she was speaking to? Um. No, no. I There's mean, a look, press the, thing. the press club, the press club lunches tend to sort of be, um, um, you know, people, business types, Got diplomats, right, okay. um, that sort of crowd. There were prominent people. One of the prominent sort of trade union leaders was there. Um, I was reading that. Uh, I was reading a, an article on news.com.au and she was Mary Lou was described as the woman who may be the next Irish Prime Minister. Is is that very much how that she's presenting herself to political representatives in Australia? Um, it's sort of like the subtext, I think, you know, um, coming as a leader of the opposition, you probably you, you don't get the full trappings of, a, you know, of a guest of government visit and things like that. But um, I, I think certainly the the fact that she's sort of um, so close to it, and also to the sort of the, the the I guess you'd say a bit of a novelty element too to the to the aspect of you know um, leading Sinn Fein. Oh, well, I mean, first of all, just the fact that they're you know a third party um, is coming through is sort of challenging the the duopoly in in, in Irish politics, which you know sort mm-hmm. of seems to be the the pattern happening in politics everywhere with insurgent parties coming through and things like that. So there's that sort of interest there too, but also too, I mean, sort of like I guess you know most people in Australia would would sort of only know Sinn Féin for its historical associations to you know, what was when it was once the political wing of the, the IRA sort of thing. But, you know, here it is now, a mainstream party tapping into to sort of, you know, um, cost of living sort of issues, which, yes, you know, yeah. she talks a lot about housing 
issues there, the price of housing in, in Dublin, that, that resonates very much in Australia at the moment as well. And you sort of go, okay, well, you can sort of see that um, these challenges in, in countries are, are very common and, 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 and governments everywhere are grappling with it. So, um, so has there been... And, and, go on. Sorry, apologies, go on. Uh, no, I was just going to ask. So, as as you were saying there, like people here in Ireland have fairly entrenched views when it comes to Sinn Fein on either side, positive and otherwise. But what is the perception? If so, the perception of her was what it was, and do you think that she's changing that, or how is the perception of Sinn Fein and Mary Lou in Australia now? Well, I, I think you know. Um, I mean, I, I spoke to Mary Lou afterwards as well, and I, I said to her, you know, like twenty five years ago, we were. Um, 1996, a bit more than 25 years ago, um, we banned, our, the government at the time didn't allow Jerry Adams um, into the country. <laughs> you know, they didn't issue him a visa to come here and right, okay. and, and do, a, do, do, a, do a speaking tour. It was a big controversy at the time sort of thing. And I mean, this is obviously pre-Good Friday and things like that. And, and he, he did come subsequently. But um, I mean, that's that, that's in my lifetime and, and, you know, for a lot of, you know, older people, um, particularly in the political class, you know, the, the Labor Party, which is the governing party here in Australia, the, the bedrock of its base used to be sort of working class Irish Catholics and things like that. So so people are aware of that history and, and the solidarity and things like that. So based on um, that, what do you think the purpose of of, of this, this visit is? Irish politics wouldn't necessarily be front and centre in Australia's minds, you know. She was also seeking support in her call for United Ireland. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that on the business side of things, a couple of streams there, you know, um, since Brexit, I think a lot of Australian businesses are quite a bit unsure about what sort of relationship um, we should have with the EU. You know, the, mm-hmm. the easy path always used to be if you were an Australian business wanting to get into Europe, you'd, you'd set up shop in London and, 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 and that was it. But obviously that avenue is closed now. The other option had been Paris, you know, but then we, we had some trouble, you know, with the French in an unrelated matter on, on submarines. And so part, I think part of Mary Lou's pitch was sort of like saying, look, you know, Dublin's it's a vibrant place. It's a good place to come and do business. Uh, it can be your gateway into Europe, you know, obviously common language and, and, and things like that, um, cultural identity and, and things. So it's sort of that, you know, so promoting Dublin as a sort of a, a place to do business and investment destination. Um, but also to the pitch, I guess, to 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 um, the Irish diaspora in Australia. And it was very sort of, it was a very nuanced um, sort of message. It wasn't just if you're Irish, come home sort of thing. It's sort of like Mary Lou McDonald sort of acknowledged that look, we know some people have come here, they've set roots here, you know, got work, raising family, probably enjoying the beautiful sunshine and, and things like that. Um, she's not appealing to those people who probably don't want to come home, but the ones who felt like they had no choice to, to leave, to look for opportunities, but were a bit reluctant to do so. And then maybe now sort of yearning to come home, we're a bit iffy, like, you know, the opportunities there in Ireland. Um, yeah, that's the sort of the groups he's really appealing to. I think it'll be fascinating um, to see if, yeah. if her call to uh, for people to come back, um, if that sentiment has been received uh, very well and if people will, in fact, come back. Many thanks there to Andrew Tillett, the Vice President of the National Press Club of Australia and a journalist for the Irish Austra- for the Australian Financial Review. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.